If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure Podcast. We're here to bring you the best in entertainment, entertainment-related news. So without further ado, I'm Blake. And I'm Ben. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the now famous, worldwide, greatest podcast, hands down ever. Boom. Did you hear what I said, Ben? I so heard worldwide now. Yeah, I know we're worldwide because we're not just on Facebook anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, I about, about went chow right there, buddy. I had to catch myself <laughs> mid-sentence. About did it, Ben. But that's right. We are now featured on several podcast outlets that you might be familiar with. How about the Breaker app, Ben? We're on it. Yeah. We're on Radio that Breaker Public. app. Boom. Ooh. There. Did somebody say Google Podcast? What? Oh, yeah. Check. We're on that one, too. And not to mention, one of my favorite outlets for streaming music, and that is Spotify. Did you say Spotify? I said Spot-T-Fizzle. Spotify. We own Spotify. That's right. You can go look us up on either one of these at Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventures. You'll find us. Here's the good thing about it. You can follow them. You can subscribe to them. And then every week when we post these, and I'm doing hand motions like there's other people in here that can see me besides Ben... <laughs> It'll notify you. So you ain't got to worry about coming and checking our Facebook page and seeing what we're posting on Facebook, even though we still want you to. <laughs> and It'll say, notify you to go, ding! And ben and Blake, ben and Blake why haven't you released the new episode of the <laughs> yeah. podcast yet? Yeah, it'd be, like, it'd be like having Trey in my back pocket. Where's the, new, where's the podcast at this week, Blake? Where's the podcast at, Blake? <laughs> Thanks, Trey, dude. We love you, man. He gave, me, he gave us a backhanded comment, the, like compliment the other day. He's like, yeah. I love listening to it because I can just put it on in the background and I don't have to pay that close attention to it. I yeah. said, gee, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I read that. I was like... That's like that's like saying, well, you're not the sharpest crayon in the box, but you're still color. Yeah, thanks, Trey. But yeah, you can check those out. Now, we're still waiting on the confirmation from um, Apple and iTunes because they take forever. They have a team that actually listens to it to make sure you're not stepping on copyright infringement, any of that stuff. Apparently, Spotify doesn't care because they were the first one. Like, I submitted um, through the app, and then they were like, <laughs> five minutes later, congratulations, you're now on Spotify. We don't care if you're talking about child pornography or anything like that. I probably just got us flagged right there. Here, put your, put your podcast on here. Are you going to talk about Jared Fogel? Sure. <laughs> well, I, I did care. tell you we were going to be a PG-13 podcast today. Oh, yeah. We need to throw this out there. Um, <laughs> this podcast is probably going to be PG-13 instead of normal um, PG rating. I'm not going to give us a G rating because, you know, yeah, even we're not though we G. don't curse yeah. per se. Um, yeah. So today, our top five, we're going to be discussing uh, the top five most misunderstood song lyrics or misquoted song lyrics from our personal uh, experience. And there may be not curse words, but... Um, if douche is a curse word, then I guess we're cursing. <laughs> yeah. Just, spoiler alert, you will be hearing a song, misheard song title. I mean, song lyric with the word douche. Douche. Um, douche. Anyways. So. Yeah. So um, just throw that out there. Ben, 
We've got an excellent show for you today. We're going to talk about some entertainment news. There's a lot of news this week. There is, dude. A lot of news I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm nerding out hard over here. Because especially, I mean, by now people should know that they can listen to our intro clip and kind of tell what we're going to talk about a little bit on here. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Star Wars, new trailer, boom, we're going to get in that to a little Two bit. Two new trailers, because you got the trailer for The Mandalorian oh, came I out, I forgot too. about that. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna discuss those. We're gonna talk about some Marvel news. Um, Rambo Part Eighty's coming out next month. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> the fight at a nursing home or something. Um, we're gonna play a round of Would You Rather before we get in our top five misunderstood song lyrics, and we're gonna talk about what's happening around the um, area. We may play a game of Name That Movie if we have time. We're gonna see because you never know how Ben and I are going to ramble when we do these things. Uh, but before we jump into the meat of this podcast, Ben, we gotta thank our sponsors. Yeah, and you notice I said sponsors with an s that's plural for all you english nerds out there um yeah we have more than one now first of all we gotta thank our a1 since day one that's acme pharmacy located here in homerville georgia that'd be ben's pappy in case y'all are wondering he was our first sponsor he's the one that made it possible for us to get this up off of the ground he made it happen mr bill we appreciate you we love you we mean that for real long time like (laughs) no Wow. That's one that got us flagged. <laughs> yeah. We love you a long time, Mr. Bill. Anyways, 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 bring it back down. Um, yeah, so if you're in Homerville or in the listening area of Homerville, check out Acme Pharmacy on East Dame Avenue in Homerville. They're there for all of your healthcare products, pharmaceutical-related needs. Um, you can give them a call at 912-487-5327. You'll hear an ad from them later on in the podcast. We also need to thank the people at Anchor.fm, Ben. They are your one-stop hosting site for podcasts. You can record your podcast and host it with them or you can go on their website and record it through there they have a pretty nifty little um recording whatever you call that thing like software that, i mean it's not really i guess you don't really download it you just uh. live record it like that but then they will host it for you they are actually the ones that are hosting us on all these other sites and um so yeah we'll talk about them a little more later on too so they're saints is what you're That's, saying they're saints and, uh, of god you should uh, oh, i don't know if they're saints of, of their uh... i don't know if they're saints of god but they <laughs> they are saints uh benjamin let's jump into some of this entertainment first before we get into this i wrote myself a little side note right here um <laughs> Have you been following this stupid Chick-fil-A Popeye's battle over I didn't even know it was sandwiches? a thing until I had some friends uh, went to lunch the other day, and they were going to go get a chicken sandwich from Popeye's, only to find out that they were all sold out. Yeah. And then I said, what, what is this all about? And they're like, have you been on Facebook? And I was like, oh my gosh. apparently not, because I don't know what's going on. But So, uh, so apparently Popeye's <laughs> has come out with a new chicken sandwich to try to compete with Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. And um, it has led to mass hysteria. Everybody and their mama has been trying to get by Popeyes. And I say it Southern. I don't say Popeyes. Popeyes. P-I-E-P-I-E-S. Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah. They're trying to get by there and get one of them sandwiches and like lines out the parking lot down the road. This people like waiting Studio in line for Studio 54 hours. lines for yeah. Popeyes They're chicken like sandwich. They're waiting in line for this. Like, they were, like people were waiting in line for the new Harry Potter or the new Hagrid's <laughs> ride at Universal or whatever. Eight <laughs> hours to ride that stupid thing. Only to get up there and be told they're out of chicken. And this also led to like some of the restaurants trying to cook them so fast they didn't cook them enough. Ooh. People getting salmonella off of that. So um, yeah, I mean maybe we should try that this week. Maybe we should go by Popeyes and I, you know, I don't. I think Popeyes need to really think about what they're doing when you're trying to pick a fight with the Lord's Chicken. <laughs> Did you see? I saw the the thing of the uh, um, 
Popeyes put on some, one of the some Popeyes somewhere put it on their sign that for FYI people need to eat on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Chick Fil A's retort was FYI at least we don't run out of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been going back and two. And then like um, Arby's put one Arby sign said we got chicken sandwiches too. And somebody said nobody gives a crap. <laughs> you can't even do roast beef right. We don't care if you got chicken sandwich. Unless Arby's wants to sponsor our podcast, in which case I give a crap chicken about sandwiches, Arby's chicken Arby's, sandwiches. Arby's, yes. <laughs> Anybody working with the Arby's conglomeration loves our podcast. <laughs> you have the best sandwiches of that guy's ever created. I like Arby's, personally. Yeah, you can't pick a fight with God's chicken. You can't pick a fight with God's. Yeah, one of my favorite memes with Chick-fil-A ever showed a, a picture of them their mouthwash station in the bathroom. Yeah. It says, Chick-fil-A provides mouthwash so you can clean your filthy, heathen, heathen <laughs> mouth before you partake of the Lord's chicken. <laughs> it was pretty great. But anyways, yeah. So if any of you have uh, tried either one of these chicken sandwiches out, how about give us a holla? Let us know if it's good i mean somebody looked, was trying to sell one on marketplace for, for like, like 30 bucks, bucks. Yeah. yeah like there's probably somebody dumb enough to buy that oh yeah 100 like i'm just gonna go to chick-fil-a about 10 45 i mean our popeyes does popeyes sell breakfast surely they do but if they do then the time Ooh, to go is like be. right between breakfast and lunch and then nobody's in line let me get one of them chicken sandwiches <laughs> anyways let's jump into entertainment <laughs> news ben um one of my favorite stand-ups is back dude but he is not um, getting good reviews. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. I used to love the Chappelle show. He's um he's put out a Netflix special, mm-hmm. a new stand up, and dude, is it raw? <laughs> oh my gosh, he, he's just he's went extra length to prove that there is no subject too sacred, um, because he will pee on all of them, like he'll crap on everything. I mean, he begins his stand up with a joke called "Sticks and Stones." About Anthony Bourdain killing himself. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's his first special in two years. You know, Dave Chappelle went um, crazy well, he's, for a while. He's a fearless comic, that's for sure. Um, and which is a, it's almost a comforting thing in a weird yeah. way because so many the 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 culture that we sort of cultivated in our society, um, everybody gets so. Um, offended by everything Um, you know and that's kind of the point of the of the comic the comic is a is a direct line descendant of the old timey like court jester that's right and the court jester's function in the court was to make fun of the king he's the only one that could make fun of the king without getting killed (laughs) and uh you know, so that's kind of the that's the idea of what a stand up comedian or a comedian does is they sort of poke fun at the and our institutions and our leaders and, and everything. Well, he's so. doing a good job of it because uh, <laughs> his stand-up that was filmed in Atlanta, he, I mean, he touches on everything from, um, like, gun violence, abortion, opioid crisis. He talks about accusations against Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, and he says, I'm going to say something I'm not allowed to say, but i got to be real. I don't believe these blank, insert N-word yeah. here. Uh, he talked about R. Kelly. Said, uh, uh, "I'm not a betting man, but I'm putting my money that he probably did that mess." Talking about R. Kelly um, <laughs> with all his sex crimes, uh-huh. child porn, sex trafficking, racketeering, cross state lines, blah blah Just blah. Just an all-around stand-up human being. Yeah, <laughs> R. Kelly. He talked about uh, Kevin Hart bowing out of the Oscars last December after he got all that backlash for mm-hmm. homophobic tweets or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! And then. Uh, 
he talks about the O-G-T-B-Q-H-B-O-C-L-D-O-Q community, whatever <laughs> letter they decide to throw in there. Elementop. Elementop. Yeah, he talks about them, but yeah, he's talking about just everybody, dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not even gonna <laughs> talk about. Listen, can you quote it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I can't. He talks about Louis C.K. and the Me Too movement. Uh-huh. Um, talks about school shootings. Yeah. Um, he talks about Jesse Smollett, uh-huh. uh, the Empire actor. I mean, he goes through everybody, dude. Like it, no mercy at all. Like a rabbit attack dog. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I did. It, I mean, it's um, yeah, go check it out. Dave Chappelle stand up on Netflix. Um, don't watch it with children around. <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say that I watched it, but uh, yeah, I <laughs> oh, did. But I saw it. <laughs> but I did. I have not seen it. Like seen it, I have not. <laughs> yeah. Um, another item, Ben, I want to talk about. Uh, Forbes magazine has put out their list of top five currently highest paid by the year female actors, and I just feel like people actors need, or singers. I'm sorry, singers. My thing about Chow over here. <laughs> And uh, I just figured we would we would run through those real quick just to give some people idea. And there's some when I when I looked at a part of this list, I'm surprised coming in at number ten. I didn't even think this heifer was still alive. It's Shakira. Really? Yeah. Whenever, whenever. Thirty-five million dollars a year is what it estimates she brings in. Nice. Doing well, what? Good for her. I guess she's in Colombia. I don't know where she's at. <laughs> number nine. I thought she was dead. Celine Dion. I heard she's going to no, play Skeletor in the next He-Man movie. I'll wait. She's awesome. <laughs> she's basically a skeleton. <laughs> she's the face for anorexia. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me, Jesus. <laughs> Near, far, wherever you are. She's a- I don't eat but once a month and you can see my ribs. Well, she's like a camel. She's that, that one meal just <laughs> Except a little Except she less. doesn't have humps and she's like wasting That we away. know of. Well, they might be invisible humps. <laughs> 37.5 million a year. Number eight, of course, is, is she's controversial. People don't like her. I like her. It's Lady Gaga. Okay. 39. I'm surprised she's that year. far down on the list. Yeah, I am too, especially with... Um, this might be they might not have calculated the stuff from 2019 with this movie and stuff but yeah 39.5 number 7 is Jennifer Lopez 43 million dollars does she still record music 40 million huh (laughs) does she still record music I I don't know has she ever been a good singer I don't well I can't get my I mean hush stop it she used to make a little but now she makes a lot because she's just she's just Jenny from the block block. (laughs) wow don't be fueled by the rocks that she's got or whatever it is Number six, Ariana Grande. This is um, she's more like an Ariana Tall though. She's not really big. She's a small. An Ariana girl. Vente. Forty-eight million dollars a year. Liliana loves Ariana Grande. I don't. I don't care for Ariana Grande. I don't either. I just think it's funny that she wears those eight-mile-long eyelashes that she wears. She can't even. She always looks like she's got her eyes closed because eyelashes are so yeah. long. Uh, that was number six. Number five, Pink. Really. 57 million a year and and I don't mean that like as a like a dig at pink it's just that again I, I don't know a lot about what she's doing currently I think, <laughs> I think she produces oh, uh, I okay. think she produces a lot and um pink is 
I mean, you know, she she's just like a pill. Instead of making you better, she's making <laughs> you. Like, well, you know, for a while, um, Linda Perry was writing a lot of her songs. Yeah, I remember Linda Perry. Not she used to be the front for, for Four Nine Blinds. Blinds. Yeah, yeah. And a great musician and a great lyricist. And uh, Pink's just there, fifty-seven million a year. I wish I could make a million a year. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> Number four, like a firework. Katy Perry, fifty seven. Katy Perry is on the list. She didn't years. lose enough money in order to get knocked off of the list. Not yet. She's okay. still got six spots to go. Six <laughs> spots to go. That's a Number- callback, folks, to the story we did the other week about uh Katy Perry having to pay all that money. Yeah. Um especially to the Christian artists. And you know what, Katy Perry, you're gonna learn the same lesson Popeye's about learning. You don't mess with God. I hope I'm that man something. tithes enough of that money though. <laughs> Or otherwise, and you want a lawsuit and don't tithe off of it. God will smite thee. Well, he didn't have to tithe all of it, but he has to tithe, you know, what ten percent of it at least. <laughs> oh, smiter. Um, yeah, Rihanna is number three, sixty-two million dollars, and I kind of like some of Rihanna's music. Said she would have been higher. I but, like you know, Rihanna. She I'm really a- took a beating the last. We're gonna make it. We're gonna circle back to that later. Um, so just keep keep your ears open for that. I'm so sorry. That was an ill time joke. We're good at making those jokes that nobody should make ever. <laughs> Things you shouldn't joke yeah. about. Rihanna took a surely took a beating. <laughs> oh okay. my gosh! Number two <laughs> is of course. Beyonce at eighty one million dollars. She's number two. Number two, eighty one well, million. Number one. I don't know. That's I was thinking Beyonce was gonna be. You know, I saw like we were talking about um I was reading an article earlier about the Taylor Swift when Kanye interrupted her VMA award uh-huh. and said Beyonce needed to get the, the award. I remember somebody put a meme out and uh it was it was comparing Beyonce to Big and um it said something about Beyonce gets nominated for a Grammy where with eight songs on the album are uh, written by 15 people, people yeah. produced by 70 people and blah 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 said Beck won a Grammy for an album that featured 16 songs all, all written, written by and Beck. produced by Beck <laughs> yeah. Liliana loves Beyonce and she's got some catchy stuff I'm not, I'm not gonna lie we're gonna circle back to Beck she later too she has some too. nice assets yeah, she does. I can't. You can't. You can't argue with that. <laughs> number one. You ready for this, Ben? I guess. Number one. Now hold on. Let's do the math here. A hundred and four million dollars. Uh-huh. Beyonce was at eighty-one million dollars. This heifer is at one hundred eighty-five million a year. Taylor freaking Swift. Really? Yes. I mean, I, I guess. I don't really care for Taylor Swift. I don't either. <laughs> I really hate that. Look what you made me do. I hate that song yeah, so like, much. How many guys has Taylor Swift had to break up with to get this far <laughs> in her career to make all of that money? I used to kind of respect her, even though I wasn't I a big did. fan of the music, because I, I at least respect the idea of someone writing their own songs uh, kind of thing. Dude, I saw one of her live performances but, when she was earlier in her career, yeah. and she didn't have auto-tune, and it literally sounded like a cat drowning <laughs> in a vat full of peanut butter. It was the most horrible thing that I've ever listened to in my life. Plus, she ripped off Right Said Fred with that song. In my life. In my life. In my life. Oh, my gosh. So, there you have it. If you ever wonder who the top 10 house paid female singers are by year. I'm, re- I'm legitimately shocked that Beyonce is not number one. I, guess like, Kanye that's, was I just wrong. assumed that that was what it was going to be. I guess Kanye was wrong. Uh, ben, next on my list, and this is the last item of news that um, we have to talk about our entertainment related news well I mean it's all entertainment related news but these are just some headlines yeah um, 
this past Saturday night, I got to make a confession. I hadn't watched Saturday Night Live in forever, okay? And I decided to watch it this past Saturday night, and I was thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> it was not even funny. And here's why. I'm going to throw this out there. You know, Saturday Night Live was always, um, you could always count on them to make light of and pick at everybody on on both sides of the coin uh-huh. and not ever just be biased totally. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to talk about political affiliations or anything here, but they they taken the weekend update that yeah. would just be hilarious because they would just rip through everybody. And now there was, it had Seth Myers and two other people on there and it was like a talking point, an off branch of the weekend update. And it was so so liberally biased not that I have a problem with that but like they used to be at least balanced with it just, their it just makes it harder to like and it yeah. wasn't even funny stuff yeah I felt like I was watching Walter Cronkite and um Casey Kasem and Larry King read the Old Testament or something it yeah. was not funny at all um but I bring up Saturday Night Live to bring this up they have released some um they have, they they have released some uh, their hosts coming up as long as as well as their I can't even musical guests with their musical guests and maybe some of these will be good. Uh, just to let you know, coming up on September twenty eighth, Woody Harrelson is going to be hosting uh, with Billie Eilish as his musical guest. And a lot of people don't like some of Billie Eilish's music. I kind of like Billie Eilish. I'll be honest with you, I don't know you enough check about her Billie out. Eilish. It's kind of depressing, but it's uh, <laughs> it's good. October fifth is going to be Phoebe Waller Bridge. I have no idea who that is. Um, Taylor Swift is going to be her musical guest. She's going to be playing the horn trumpet um <laughs> october 12th uh david harbour i have no idea who that you is you do uh well actually you haven't seen stranger things he's on stranger uh, things well, i've watched some of it which one is he he's the uh, the cop oh okay the one that smokes too much there everybody's <laughs> yeah. and he's uh the new Hellboy. oh okay that's right that's right uh camilla cabello is going to be his musical guest november mm-hmm. 2nd Kristen stewart um the hatton um, announced a musical guest now December 21st is the one I'm excited about Eddie Murphy is coming back to host Eddie Murphy coming back to say that laugh I can't even do the laugh my throat hurts too wait, wait you know Eddie Murphy's coming back to say that laugh I'm just I'm, I hope they just let it be funny I really hope they just let him be funny I want to stop s- trying to do that political bias back right. into <laughs> I just want to see him do Gumby again yeah you just want him uh, you just want him to sing party all the time I do want him to sing party all the time as a musical guest if that doesn't happen then Saturday Night Live and Lord Michaels drops the ball um, and they should have Bruce Willis come up there and play harmonica <laughs> with him oh so you've gosh. got Eddie and Bruno party <laughs> my girl likes to party all the time Party all the time. Party all the time. It's so sad that I know that. Maybe they're going to use that to lead up into um, coming to America too. That's Maybe. on their way out. Or the uh, he's got a uh, he's got a Dolomite movie coming out too. So yeah, dude, I saw the previews for that. We need yeah. to talk about that. That looks very good. It does look good. It looks funny as crap. Eddie Murphy's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? It's, and it's good to have him back and not doing daddy daycare movies. Oh my god, for real. I miss the raw. You know, I really liked him in um, uh, uh, Dreamgirls. He was good in that. It was a good movie. I, I can't do it movie. anymore. I can't sing any more of these sad songs. Yeah, and he actually, his character killed himself in that movie. Well, he did. Yeah, I think so. Um, Thanks for bringing us down, Blake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Debbie Downer. Wah, wah, I'm kidding. Wah. Uh, another item I want to talk about before we get to the nerd stuff. Um, <laughs> it's Rambo all nerd Part stuff. Rambo Part 90 <laughs> is coming out. Rambo Part 96. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. There's a new Daggum Rambo movie. This one's called Rambo Last Blood. Um, 
apparently this is, is the actor's first Rambo movie in 11 years because uh, yeah you know he had Rambo um, let's see First Blood he, he came out in 82 yep. um, First Blood Part 2 came out in 85 yep. Rambo 3 came out in 88 yep. um, and then there was Rambo, Rambo. 2008 yep. then there was that was the last one that was the last one and then Rambo Last Blood now apparently he's fighting this one on the home front he's fighting against the cartel really what happened is Lewis at the nursing home stole his jello and he's gonna murder the entire <laughs> nursing home <laughs> Hey, right. You don't think my job. I was fine in Vietnam. You want to win a war, you have a cold war. You know you're going to pay. <laughs> that was probably the most horrible. He drew first blood. <laughs> he stole my job. Then he's going to get a wheelchair with a 50 cow mounted on it, just mow like Gretchen and all the other old ladies. Now. Sergeant Troutman comes in with an IV hooked up. He's like, Ugh. Troutman comes in on life support. God didn't create John Rambo. I did. Who he comes am in, I? He comes in on life support with like a, a speaker speaking from his subconscious. <laughs> I don't even know if the actor who played Troutman is still alive. Johnny, you can't do this, Johnny. Thank you, training. This is Raven. Go ahead. Oh, dancer. I just killed a lot. I didn't, I didn't start this war. I didn't. <laughs> I love Sylvester Stallone. He's always. Oh, I will see this movie. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm trying. You to know, find I didn't really watch. You know, growing up, uh, I didn't really watch the Rambo movies till way later. Like, yeah. I didn't watch them like at at the time. So, uh, same thing with like the Terminator movies. I didn't really watch them at the time. I like some of the Terminator um, movies. I love the first Terminator. And the second one has moments, even though there's parts of it that I, I don't care for, and I know that's a hot take because mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to really love that one. Yeah. But which one was that? Two Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah. I, it was. I like. It's it. not. It's not a bad movie, it but it's not a personal favorite. Terminator Three was <laughs> terrible. It the has last moments. One, Genesis too, was pretty good. Yeah. Only because Arnold actually turned into a T one thousand. Finally, after thirty years, they upgrade him. Um, but, 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 did find some information. Uh, releases on September the twentieth. Here's the premise: John Rambo travels to Mexico to save a friend's daughter who's been kidnapped by the cartel. So now it's Rambo against the the cartel. Uh, let's see. Sylvester Stallone, of course, is in it. Uh, Paz Vega is in it. Okay. Sergio Perez Mincheta. Adriana Barraza, Yvette Montreal, Jeannie Kim, Joaquin Cosio, Oscar, uh, a whole bunch of other people. I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Blake. So I'm not even going to announce them. I don't know who they are. Um, yeah, so if you like nostalgia at its best, apparently Sylvester Stallone has decided that the rest of them have all won Oscars. He should make another one. <laughs> <laughs> so Rambo 8, Rambo 97 comes out. <laughs> yep. Anyways, we've we've talked enough about that kind of stuff. Ben, it's time nerd to get into stuff. the nerd stuff, nerd like super stuff. nerd stuff. Nerd. Um, Marvel released a lot of news this week. Yeah, man. they did. So I'm gonna let you um jump right onto that one, buddy. Tell us, tell all us right. all, tell us all about it. I'm super excited about all this Marvel news because so Disney's got their streaming service coming out, Disney That's right. Plus, That's and. Right. Um, and they're doing a whole bunch of Marvel shows, and we knew about a bunch of them already. Well, they they added three more shows to that uh, the list of shows, two of which I'm super excited about because they're characters that I love. And one is a character I don't know that well because she's more of a recent character, and I'm not as knowledgeable about like recent Marvel yeah. stuff. But the first one is anybody that 
that knows me deeply in my comic book love knows that I love the character of Moon Knight. Moon Knight, you'll if you like Google Moon Knight, the phrase you're going to hear most often is Marvel's Batman, which yeah. is not that accurate. I can, it's not inaccurate, <laughs> but it's not that accurate either because Moon Knight is a little bit different than Batman. Um, he is a mercenary who's schizophrenic, um, who has like, he has like three or four personalities that he cycles through, um, and Moon Knight is one of them. But he, he was supposedly resurrected by the Egyptian god of Khonshu, um, and he, uh, He's on a mission to uh, um, bring bring down evildoers, and uh, he's Evil just a great, great everywhere. character. And if done properly, he it could be a great uh, show. And I think I actually think a TV show is probably the best uh, way to do that character. Uh, and you can do lots of crossovers with like Blade and some yeah. of that because Moon Knight tended to fight like supernatural characters. Um, and he actually has a pretty decent, decent rogues gallery. I won't get into that now. Uh, the other show that I'm super excited about is gonna, there's going to be a She-Hulk show. Uh, She-Hulk sounds like a terrible character, but in fact is an incredibly good character. Dude, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see who they're going to cast in, in that role. Um, she, so everybody knows Deadpool breaks the fourth wall and talks yeah. to the audience and all that. She-Hulk did that stuff first. Uh, she was the first character at Marvel that, where they had her doing... Well, the first major character that they had doing that. Um, I think that she has... She doesn't get the recognition for that because Deadpool became such a big hit later. Yeah. Um, she's a lawyer. Um, and one of the cool things about her character is that she loves being She-Hulk and does not like being Jennifer Walters, her yeah. alter ego. Um, so she tries to stay She-Hulk as much as possible, which is the absolute opposite of Bruce Banner and, and the Hulk, um, of which she is the Hulk's cousin. Yeah. Uh, and she gets her powers through a, a blood transfusion given to her by her cousin, Bruce. Uh, which he should have known not to do that, but <laughs> he did, and now we have She-Hulk. Um, so that ought to be that'll be depending on what route they go with that. I they I could easily see them making an Ally McBeal type show with She-Hulk. I don't I don't know that I want oh my that, gosh. but um, I think it, it could be very interesting. And then the last character uh, is Miss Marvel, um, who is a more recent character. Uh, Miss Marvel is actually the code name that Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel that we know in the cinematic universe, used to go by for years yeah. and years. Uh, but there's a new character who um, who has taken that mantle, uh, and it's a Muslim girl. And uh, I don't know an awful lot about her. Uh, her character is very popular. That book sells very well. So um, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are very excited. But I don't know how to convey to you. Um, anything because I have not not really any personal ties to that character yeah. uh, but also uh, Marvel has announced um, they've done some casting in the Eternals movie I saw that That's um, a, yeah. another character that I love is going to be in the Eternals movie and it is the Black Knight uh, and he is going to be played by Game of Thrones own Kit Harrington, and I'm Danny, super Danny, excited about you that. Being eternal, Danny. Danny. I don't, <laughs> I don't know which Black Knight because uh, there's three of them in the Marvel universe that they're going to be using. I have a feeling it'll be the uh, Dane Whitman uh, who was in in the Avengers, 
uh, as the Black Knight. That's probably the one they're going to do. Uh, and he uh, he is a descendant of the Black Knight from medieval times uh, who fought in King Arthur's court. And he has a cursed sword, the Ebony Blade. And uh, I'm very excited to see where they yeah, go. Yeah, you can also go um, go to Google, do a Google search and look up the Eternals because Marvel actually released um, a still photos of the characters in costume mm-hmm. this week. And uh, yeah. So and and they've cast the character of Cersei. Um, that's right. Who, and, and I can't remember who they cast as Cersei. I saw, I saw that. Give me just a second. Uh, and that's that <laughs> keep, bodes, keep talking. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I think they're going to do the Dane Whitman because Dane Whitman, Black Knight, and Cersei were both yeah. on the Avengers at the same time, and they had a bit of a romantic relationship uh, in the comic books at that time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited. I like Kit Harrington. I think he's a good actor. Jimmy Chan. Jimmy Chan. That's right. Jimmy Chan uh, will be playing Cersei, um, who is one of the Eternals. Um, so that's a lot of uh, geeky Marvel stuff to dump on you. Uh, but I, if I say if you're if you're at, interested at all in the Marvel stuff, you got to yeah. sign. You're going to have to sign up for Disney Plus because it sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, it does look good, dude. And I'm, I've got to do it now because I've got, I'm going to watch that Moon Knight show. I'm excited and, about their movies coming up. They also announced um, a 2022 date for Black Panther. And Black 2. Panther Two. That's right. Um, there's speculations about who that villain might be. Um, let's see what else. Like you said, the streaming service. There's there's all kind of like cool Marvel news going on out there. Dude, I was sad to read the thing. You know the, the yeah, Spider Man is the, the other big Marvel I news. Mean, you got to think that Sony's got to realize that they can make more money oh, if absolutely. they allow them. Because I mean, come on, dude, they're building that so well. They already set up the third one, and it's just I don't know. I'm kind of I don't like dangling threads like that, and I I hate that that we may not get. Uh, a cap to that. Yeah. Um, and I hope pl- they don't just leave it open and then Sony tries to do another reboot. Well, well, you know, they've got the... I enjoyed Into the Spider-Verse. It was a very good movie. I really did, too. Um, and if they can continue to put out content like that, it might not be so bad. Other than I hate that we've started something in the... Marvel yeah. Universe that we won't get to finish. That's exactly what I hate about it because um, before the Spider-Man movies have just been standalones but now they're mm-hmm. part of the universe we've got to witness him with the Avengers. It's like... Plus, Tom, and, and I hope they don't not... Even if they do more stuff I hope Tom Holland is involved because I think Tom Holland is a perfect uh, yeah. Spider-Man. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I know there's more Venom movies set to come out. Eh. Um... You know they've te- they've already teased Woody Harrelson as Carnage at the end of the uh, yeah first Venom movie yeah I, I don't know I'm I don't get me wrong I, I'll I'll pay attention to whatever uh, just because I'll I'll have to know if it's good or not <laughs> but um, I just hate that you know the whole for those of you who had, hadn't seen the second Marvel Spider-Man movie uh, Far From Home they kind of set up the whole pr- idea of that movie is that that Peter Parker is is picking up the reins that that Tony Stark left. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's exactly when he what died in it. Avengers. Spoiler: He dies in Avengers Endgame. Dun, dun, dun. If you haven't seen that movie, which I would be shocked if you haven't. I'm not saying I shouldn't say I should be shocked. Either way, um, that was kind of the idea of that movie. Uh, so 
you did all this, you're like, well, Peter Parker's picking up the reins where Tony Stark left off, and then bam, no more Peter Parker. Exactly. <laughs> so like, what was the point? Like, why would y'all do that? <laughs> that's so stupid. Um, ben, you got anything else you want to? No, that's all my Marvel stuff. <laughs> uh, so let's go on to the the one that I'm most excited yeah. about. Um, they dropped a new Star Wars trailer this week. Yes, they did. <laughs> Actually, to, it was today or yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday? Yeah, oh, it was right. either today or yesterday. And um, I'm just going to say I'm excited. I've already been um, I've already been excited to see how they build this one up because the last two kind of left something to be desired. I like um, the I like the first one. I like the Force Awakens. Um, I have issues with the last one, but I didn't not enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know I'm gonna watch them because I'm the nerd or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude. I just Force Awakens was good in parts. Um, the Last Jedi was good in parts. There were a lot of dumb stuff in the Last Jedi that didn't make any sense at all. Hot take. I actually enjoyed the Han Solo movie. I haven't um, even watched it yet. I feel bad because I hadn't even watched it. I, I liked it. <laughs> anyways. Um, but um, anyways, so in this, you know, when they released the first trailer, we got, you know, some footage of Rey on the desert planet. Yeah, I think she's back on Jakku mm-hmm. um, fighting what looks like a, a TIE fighter of some sort. They speculate to be Kylo Ren in the cockpit. But um, then, you know, we go through different scenes of the movies. You see a cut of Princess Leia. Um, Lando Calrissian is going to be in this movie. Billy mm-hmm. D. Williams is coming. I'm, I'm very excited about yeah, Billy D. Williams being back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see like a wreckage of a Death Star. And you hear the Emperor laugh at the end of it. Emperor Palpatine. And so uh-huh. it kind of gets you excited. And then this new trailer, you see Luke going through the same stuff. You because know, the new trailer starts out with some of the older clips. Yeah, they show like the legacy of Star Wars. Yeah, and you hear Luke telling her, "Now a thousand, a thousand generations now reside in you." And you, so we see her fighting Kylo Ren on something in an ocean somewhere with all these big waves. And then it flashes to the end, like the very last scene, and you see a hooded ray, what looks like two red lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And then it pans out, and she clicks them into place, and it's a dual-bladed red lightsaber. And the Emperor laughs, and it goes off. And you're like, what in the world just happened now there? I, w- <laughs> I want to say something here. Go ahead. The other day, I sent you a video, and I watched it today. That, that makes that posits a theory about yep. how what's going to happen in this new Star Wars movie. This was before uh, the, trailer the trailer that just came out came out, and what that theory posits is that Ray is leaning towards the dark side, and that there may be a flip in this movie. I hope there is where Kylo Ren. Um, becomes good and Ray becomes bad and they we, we may put a link to this thing on our on Facebook to. I gotta uh, send it to Paul later too because I told him I would because the theory makes a lot of sense well you know when I was talking to Paul about it today he hadn't watched it yet and um and I told him I was like you need to go watch this trailer and I was telling him about that video I said I'll send you the link later but when you think about it and they don't even really mention this in the video it's just something that hit me while I was talking to Paul. And you know, the movie's called The Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Well, the only Skywalker, well, I mean, of course, Princess Leia's still alive, Mm -hmm. but the only Skywalker outside of her that actively is using the Force in a position to right the galaxy or whatever is Kylo Ren. Yeah. Because he's half Skywalker. Even though Leia was, you know, Leia Organa before she married um, 
um, Han, Han Solo, Solo or whatever. But birth, she's a Skywalker. She's the son of Anakin. She's a daughter of Anakin she's Skywalker Anakin and Skywalker. Padme Skywalker because they were secretly married. And so, but then the video talks about all the movies from the prequel to the original three, how it's always been Skywalker against um, Palpatine. Palpatine. Every one of them throughout the thing and then I like the way it talks about Palpatine being the um, the the Padawan or the apprentice of Darth Pelagius yes. who was the one that was could influence the force to create life and and he tells you, the story of that to yeah, Anakin in, the video. in episode 3 yeah he tells that story and then this guy on this video goes into all he, he brings canon into it about midichlorians and all these research facilities all these orders that Palpatine had in place in case he was uh, killed and which, which explains the formation of the first order um, Palpatine like set up everything so when he died everything would still happen and there's one of those orders that said we will continue to search or something until we're reunited with the Emperor because we know whatever and so but then it goes back and analyzes Ray through the first two movies mm-hmm. and her specific connection to the dark side yeah now part of me wants to go out on a limb and say there's no way they're going to do this flip and drop that big of a teaser in the second trailer with her with the double uh-huh. red lightsabers I don't think that I think that's going to be more of like a force vision like mm-hmm. a what could happen kind of deal but dude you're talking about the greatest switches of all time if it comes out that Ray is actually a Sith and they flip Kylo Ren to good I don't see that happening I don't see Kylo Ren necessarily um, returning to the light maybe Ray turns bad and challenges him and they kill each other somehow and the ending's poetic I don't know or I just thought of this what if instead of Sidious Palpatine creating Ray because we don't know who her, her parentage yeah and he talks about that in the video and and the whole Darth how do you say his name Plagius, Plagius. Darth Plagius thing is that uh, Darth Plagius could create life out of nothing exactly he um, could use the Mediachlorians to create life what if Anakin created Ray huh because Anakin in the prequels is the one that was supposed to bring balance to the force. Yeah, but Palpatine never got the teach. Well, unless he that did we know we, of. At least, well, I mean, <laughs> he was his apprentice for years and years. Yeah, but I don't think I. I, I mean, don't see Palpatine doing it either. But I this don't see is him an teaching Vader theory. because then he would be. He'd be too afraid that Vader would turn would on turn him. on him and kill him. Which he did. Yeah. <laughs> But it was because of Luke. And if Luke wasn't ever in the picture, Vader never would have turned. Because yeah. Luke could sense the good in him. But I think he just played that card to sway Anakin. Yeah. To get him to the dark side. So I'm, I'm thinking that the Palpatine laugh is going to be more than just a coincidence. Like a, more than a robot with a recording of his voice or whatever on there. I really think that he's going... Because I mean, they let Ian McDermott announce it at that uh, Dragon Con or whatever yeah. it was. I mean, why appeal him as an actor and bring him out? But he could be... He could be only playing in flashbacks of yeah. him showing him creating Ray. Well, you know, it talked about the observatories that Palpatine had set up everywhere, and one of them just happened to be on, on Jakku. Jakku. And it talks about how there's all these, the core is stable, and there's all this untapped energy in the core, and how Ray came from Jakku, and she didn't remember her childhood at all. I mean, it, I don't, you know, but then part of me thinks that maybe after the other two were flops, that maybe they 
um, decided to throw it out there like this to kind of build more interest in yeah. it. Maybe they will reveal some stuff and they have some more twists in there. I just really hope they fill this movie with good stuff instead of half retarded plot points. It that looks amazing. About. So, I, I mean, granted, they always all look amazing before they come out, but um, I, I really think that there's some weight to that theory. Um, and I'm interested to see what they do. But, uh, more Star Wars news released. They released the trailer for the new Mandalorian television it looks show. So good. Um, for those of you, so good. For those of you who were boring to tears with all our Star Wars jargon, bum, bum, bum. Um, I don't care. Mandalorian uh, is the name of the order that Boba Fett was a part of. Yeah. Um, and his father Jango Fett. Yep. Um, they're an bounty order hunters. of bounty hunters, basically. Um, and it looks that trailer looks really good it does look really really good i'm super excited to see that too and i wasn't sure if if i was going to be excited oh uh, speaking of i just thought of this in the new trailer uh the new uh movie trailer yeah there's a scene where like c3po has like red eyes i I was going to mention that and i was like what is this what is that gonna be (laughs) does he get possessed by the dark side somehow I saw those red eyes and I was like, I was going to mention that. I'm glad they you. they kill C-3PO? <laughs> Turn him into a... Dang, that's horrible. Because that'd be, I mean, that'd be sad. I'd, that would make me sad seeing C-3PO go, even though he's a weird character. Yeah. I don't think they're going to kill him. Maybe they turn him evil. <laughs> maybe C, Maybe Palpatine is C-3PO. He, he possessed the uh, the body of C-3PO and he's been living maybe his he life. Maybe he did. And, that's, and it wasn't really Luke levitating him on... Well, maybe, because Palpatine really weren't dead then. Anyways, um, (laughs) we could theorize about all this stuff all night, dude. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. That's gonna be um, we're gonna that's gonna be a field trip for us. We're gonna go watch that. That's definitely happening. Dress up like Paul. Let's see if we can all dress up. up, I'm gonna dress up too, like Sith, and kill both (laughs) of y'all. We're gonna lightsaber fight in the in the parking lot. Yeah, (laughs) and I'll dress up like a tauntaun. The um, oh my god, scruffy nerf herder. All right, all right. Um, so now that we—that's geek nursing. Up, uh, geek nursing. I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> you gotta go down and get a power converter from the Haji station. Yeah, Anyways, power converters. Did you see that? Did you see that parody video? Like when um the was it the original trilogy when the prequels were coming out? Like right before Revenge of the Sith, and they put that Star Wars rap out like uh-huh. animated. <laughs> Gotta get something from the Hachi station. Anyway, that's a good tasting gin and tonic, R2. Yeah. Why don't you make me that's another? a really good gin and tonic? I can, on the Dagobah. I mm. can't tell you how many times Use I watched the, the Star Wars run. rap. Run to Dagobah. Run to Dagobah. I'm Yoda. I'm a soldier. Yeah, to get that's exactly right. I thought I told you. Exactly right. Alrighty, we're already at 46 minutes. So Jeez, we got to stop we this do. and we move on to. with our lives. Um, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. Before we hear that ad, I need to mention again that this podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the website, the app, the all-in-one uh, resource for your podcast recording needs. You can record them live on their webpage or their app, or you can record that on a computer and upload it, and they will get you to places that you need to go. So check out Anchor.fm or download their app today if you've always wanted to do a podcast. Uh, and they'll help you along. Uh, we're going to hear an ad from our other sponsor, and we'll be right back with our top five. 
Today's podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Acme Pharmacy. Acme Pharmacy is located at 18 East Dame Avenue in Homerville. They are your one-stop shop for all your pharmaceutical and healthcare product-related needs. Bill Murray, the owner, and his staff are always waiting with a smiling face and a warm welcome to make you feel like part of the family. They're open daily from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., and are closed on Sunday. That's Acme Pharmacy at 18 East Dame Avenue in Homerville. You can give them a call at 912-487-5327. Welcome back, people of the podcast nation. I don't even know what I should say right here. (laughs) (laughs) My mind went somewhere else, and I'm just glad my fielder caught it uh, before I had to delete this and re-record this bit. All right, so we had um, a suggestion from one of our listeners, Josh Gilliard, and uh, he suggested that we do uh, misquoted song lyrics, Ben. So we decided we're going to go and do our top five misquoted song lyrics from whatever our life, part of our life. And um, we are going to put clips of these in here, and we're going to have fun with this. Yeah, so what we're going to do, Ben, is you're going to tell me the song. I'm going to play the clip. And then you're gonna tell me what you thought it said. All right, and we're gonna we're gonna just we're gonna clarify what the actual lyric is. So why don't you go ahead and drop your number five on us? My number five is a bit of an odd one. Um, it's the Beatles. It's Strawberry Fields Forever. Uh, and at the tail end of that song, there's some real crazy like backwards speak, and um, lots of people, including myself, for years thought it said i buried paul which is supposed to be one of the um one of the uh clues that paul mccartney had died and they had replaced him Uh um which is not true (laughs) um so let's uh let's hear that clip let's hear that clip All right, so they don't say I buried Paul. They say cranberry sauce. Which is um, totally... Now, I guess why they say cranberry sauce, I don't Because they're talking about... Sh- sh- I don't know. <laughs> well, this was definitely during the uh, the LSD period of the Beatles music, <laughs> yeah. and um, which is a very fertile period of music for the Beatles, but... Um, I really was. I was really into this whole Paul is dead conspiracy thing for a while. I never believed it, but I thought it was interesting. Um, I used to have, in fact, I had a uh, book. There was a book that was out called The Walrus Was Paul. Um, and and that was that's a very interesting book if you're interested in this kind of thing. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's in print anymore, but it's a, it's a cool book. Um, <laughs> I buried Paul. Yep. That's my number five. <laughs> that's great. All right. My number five, I got a feeling we're going to go through this list pretty quick. It might not be as <laughs> long as our original one. My number five is a throwback to a 1994 hit by one of my favorite old school rappers. I'm talking about Snoop. 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 <laughs> Snoop. <laughs> Professor Snoop from Harry Potter. I'm talking about Snoop <laughs> D.O. Double Jizzle and a song he put out called Gin and Juice. I'm going to play that clip right now. Now, 
Now, Ben, as you can clearly hear, he says, rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on on gin gin and juice. This is the way I heard it. Rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on ginny juice. (laughs) Laid back. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for the majority of my childhood, I don't know why I was listening to that song as a kid, anyways. <laughs> There's some questionable things I from the 90s. That Snoop had a cup full of Jenny's juice. Whoever Jenny <laughs> might be, wherever her juice came from, I don't care. I'm not trying to judge nobody for personal preferences here. But I thought Snoop had a cup of Jenny juice. I didn't know the name of the song was. <laughs> Here's a funny story about this song. Um, <laughs> if you remember. We used to do 4-H like, what, Once a month When we were in 6th grade When this song yeah, came out something like that And uh, Teresa Chancy Was uh-huh. the 4-H lady And so we could always get, Remember it was like A class by class battle Like whoever got the most points At their meetings or whatever And so we could prepare Like a song And lip sync to it And uh, and like we would get points for it And she would always We'd always like do it as a group And for some reason Somebody picked Gin and Juice <laughs> And um, <laughs> I remember we were all sitting up there dancing around, and um, it got to the part where it said, I got a pocket full of rubbers, and my homeboys do too. <laughs> when it said that, Fred and John Avery had torn up some white paper in their pockets, and like, they just pulled out a handful of them and threw them on the floor. Like, we even knew what a pocket full of rubbers were back then. I vividly remember that. I can only that. imagine the horror on Teresa's face. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got a pocket full of rubbers, and my homeboys do too. Some may I yeah. kick a little something Lay from a G's bag, <laughs> sipping on Jenny juice. You know what, Jenny? I, well, God, that might, be, that might explain why Forrest Gump was so hooked on her. <laughs> That's how here's how white bread I was. I did not know what Endo was for till years later. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I thought he said he was smoking Tendo. I didn't even know what Tendo was. I thought he was smoking like Nintendo. Nintendo. Man, this joker's playing Mario for real. He got a Nintendo smoking. But yeah, that's my number five, Ben. What you got for number four? My number four, um, I told you we were going to go back to Beck, and and this is why. Beck's first big hit single was a little song called Loser. Oh, my gosh. Whose lyrics are crazy anyways. I think Beck misquoted that song when he wrote it. (laughs) Um, I used to think that Beck, in this song Loser, said, Sore from head to toe, I'm a loser baby, so why don't you kill me? Yeah. Let's listen to that clip. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Rolling it So that's not what he says. Here's what he says. He says, soy unpaired door. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? I don't know what that means, but that is what he says according to all... He doesn't say sore from head to toe? No, he does not. He says... Uh, I guess Spanish I guess Soy on pair de door Which I don't know Spanish that well So I don't know What that means Soy on Okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it Pair de it door It means I'm a loser Okay Well that Then that makes more sense Yeah um, I'm a loser I thought that said Soy from head to toe I did older. too Like even to this day If that song Soy from head to toe I'm a loser baby <laughs> yeah. That was what Beck said Dang, Crazy man. with the cheese whiz um, Crazy with the, all music is the funny guy. Yeah, one's got when he said one's got a weasel and another one's got a bag. 
<laughs> One's got a message in the film with a tag. We rerun shows facing the In spark. the time of chimpanzees, there was a monkey. Yeah. Like, I remember listening um, to that thinking, what in the... <laughs> everybody everybody listening else is listening to, listening to it. I'm I heard that it. song is going to think we are crazy. Flick, but flick, these flick, are the lyrics flick. to that song. Yeah. That's great, dude. <laughs> but he does not say sore from head to toe. He says soy unpaired to door. My life has just been ruined. Um, sorry. I thought he was saying sore from head to toe. That's what we do on this show is we break down those barriers from our show. That's right. Um, My number four is a song that Lynn despises. (laughs) Despises. Uh, And that is a 1985 song um, written by Bernie Taupin, Martin Page, Dennis Lambert, Peter Wolf. It was recorded by Starship. We built this city. I've always loved that song. I remember riding around with mom. in the hoopla. And her putting that... That's that song. Um, yeah, I actually, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about that part. That's <laughs> another lyric. I'm gonna put both of them out there. But um, let's listen to it right now. Hearing there, he said, oh, We built this city on rock and roll. <laughs> For the majority of my life, I thought they were saying, We built this city on sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a testament to what a fat butt I am? <laughs> I always take a song and turn it. We built this city on sausage, sausage rolls. And then I always thought they were saying, Knee deep in the pooper. <laughs> <laughs> Knee deep in the pooper. Yeah, and it I was like not. It. And I didn't even realize how like how provocative that was going to sound in 2019. But yeah, knee deep in the pooper, and we built this city on sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. Yeah, that um, that that's that's yeah. We built this city on avocados. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that's my number uh, four, Ben. We're going through this list pretty quick, dude. Uh, uh, what you got for number three, buddy? My number three is A uh, Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin, <laughs> one of the all-time great uh, rock and roll songs. Um, Led Zeppelin are just, uh, they're amazing. Um, <laughs> who, who actually wrote the lyrics to this song is a little questionable. Um, it, they may have stolen some things from an old blues song, <laughs> but, um, there is, um, a line in that song where I thought they said, you need Kool-Aid, baby, I'm not fooling, which is not what they say. Let's roll that clip. They don't say you need Kool-Aid, even though that's debatable. You yeah. may need Kool-Aid. They say you need coolin', baby, I'm not fooling, which rhymes better. But Kool-Aid uh, is so much better. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I heard Led Zeppelin for the first time at a very young age because that is one of my dad's f- favorite bands of all time, if not his favorite band of all time. Um his collection of Led Zeppelin bootlegs would certainly um, say yes. Led Zeppelin is his favorite band of all time, um, but that's what I thought they said. They do not. Robert Plant is not yelping about Kool Aid. I'm not convinced that you're not Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap. 
<laughs> because all your stuff's always old, Ben. I think you're I, trying to I lead lo- back I home. I love it. I love old rock and roll. One day when I get to heaven, I'm going to really meet you, and you're going to be like, "Oh, I was a time traveler the whole time. I was a time traveler the whole time." Yep. So uh, my number three is a 1986 Bon Jovi song. I'm talking about um, living on a prayer, and um, let me play the clip of it right here. At this part in the song, uh, Bon Jovi says, she says, we've got to hold on to what we've got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. Mm-hmm. I thought that homeboy was saying, it doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hold on to what we've got. Doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. I mean, well, you know, that does not. Uh, it could have worked. It could have. If Bon Jovi was a pervert. Well, I mean, it was the 80s. Everybody was a pervert. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my number three. What you got number two, Ben? My number two is uh, Jimi Hendrix, Purple Haze. This may be one of the most famous misheard song lyrics of all time. This is one that they even wrote a book uh, titled This Mispronounced Lyric about mispronounced lyrics. Um, So... Let's play that clip. Let me hit the stop button. Sorry. All right. So, what Jimmy is saying here is, "Excuse me while I kiss the sky." But when you run those words together, it sounds it sounds sounds crazy. Like, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, I can see that. One. <laughs> and he's not saying that. Um, he is in fact wanting to kiss the sky uh, in huh. Purple Haze, uh, which is another one of the all-time great rock songs. Yeah. Um, and and you should go listen to it immediately. All the time. Immediate, um, immediately. But I that's. I for real I thought it. he says it so quickly that that's what it sounds like he's saying but that's not what he's saying he says excuse me while I kiss the while sky I kiss this guy that's <laughs> pretty <laughs> I could see where that would um yeah that would fit in uh, my number two goes back to the 90s a time of angst and angry music and uh, I'm talking about an Alanis set song called You Ought to Know and uh, I'm a bit ashamed <laughs> to um, admit that I was well into my adult years before I knew this correct lyric. <laughs> and uh, there's a part in this song. Um, let's hear the clip over. So as you heard in that part of the song, here's what the lyric said. Um, It says, and I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you gave to me. I always thought homegirl was saying cross-eyed bear. 
like, like a bear. Cross, like a bear with cross eyes. Exactly. <laughs> like a bear looking at his nose all the time. It's not fair to deny me the cross-eyed bear that you gave me. I was like, what in the heck is Alanis Morissette need a cross-eyed bear for? But then I was like, you know, <laughs> she's Canadian. There are all those rumors of her getting her stomach pumped all those times for things we won't even mention and we thought was so funny because we were kids. Um <laughs> Maybe she needed a cross-eyed bear. I don't know, but that's the lyric that I heard, and it wasn't correct. The cross-eye bear, not cross-eyed bear. So yeah, yeah I'm in. That, I'm that a song is supposed to be about uh, Full House's Dave Coulier. So cut it out. Apparently, um, Dave Coulier has a cross-eyed bear. <laughs> All right, you ready for my number I'm one? Ready, Ben? Lay it on me. My number one. This is the one that I've wanted to do uh, the disclaimer about us being PG thirteen. Uh, so there's a there's a band called Manfred Mann. Uh-huh. They they were around for a long time. They had a they had a hit in the seventies called Blinded by the Light. Blinded by the light. Uh huh. And for years before I even knew what this word was, um, I thought. Well, let's just roll the clip. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Let- All right, so I'm not crazy, am I? Does it not sound like he says, wrapped up like a douche, another <laughs> rover in the night? It does, it does. This is not what he says. He says, revved up like a deuce, another rover in the night. Now, you're thinking, what's a deuce, right? Yeah, exactly. Deuce meaning car, like a deuce coupe oh, car. Oh, I got you. Like a right? deuce. Yeah, I got Revved you. up like a deuce. That makes huh. sense, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about this, so don't 100% quote me. I think Bruce Springsteen wrote the lyrics to this song. Yeah. Uh, and if he did, that's, some, that's a total Bruce Springsteen <laughs> to write about cars like that. Um, Excuse me. That was rude. But, no... They are not talking about a feminine hygiene product. They are um, <laughs> talking about a car. Uh, and like I said, for, when when I heard this song on the radio back in the day, I didn't know what a douche was. I didn't know. I did not know. Now I do. <laughs> and that's not what they're talking about. I got a funny story about a douche. I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> do we, do we want to tell the uh, story? It does not involve me. It's a it's a story that one of our friends can. Um, I mean, he didn't tell me in confidence because we were around a bunch of other people, and I'm not gonna call any names in case he listens to this. Do we want to tell the story on the podcast? Yeah, apparently, it's not bad. Apparently, okay. his mom had one in their bathtub, and he thought it was a water gun. It's so like every time he would take a bath, he would fill it up and like squirt it everywhere, and like even at one point. He told me from his own mouth, and I hope he listens to this. I hope you listen to this and you know that I'm telling your secret. <laughs> but he said at one point, <laughs> he was pretending like he was on Rocky. Because remember they had that squirt bottle? Yeah. And he was like, hey, me. And he's like squirting the water in his mouth from his mom's douche bottle. Because it had that bent neck. It looked like one of those things that they used in the Rocky movie. <laughs> and he's like, and then he told me, he's like, and then he's like, mom never said anything. He said, because I didn't want her to know I was playing with her water gun. He said, so I always filled it back up with water and put it back on the shelf where it was. He said, and I always wondered why it tastes it's so bitter. <laughs> 
And then he was like, when I was a teenager, I'm losing my voice. He's like, when I was a teenager and I actually learned what that thing was, he's like, I almost shot myself because I was squirting my mom's cleaner in my mouth. Oh, my God. I have a theory on who this was, and I'll ask you about it after the podcast. He said I even had that little piece in my mouth. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm sorry. If you get mad at me, I apologize, dude. Well, we didn't drop any names. So. No. No. Oh, my gosh. Nothing. I'm sorry. Whew, I just got lightheaded because I laughed too much. Wow. Anyways, I'm so. I'm not sorry. Maybe. Well, Nobody knows your names. I'm, so only, you so, I'm only sorry if we, if we lose sponsorship. I'm only sorry that, that I can't story. tell you who this person is. I'm going to ask you afterwards because I think I know who it is. <laughs> you probably do know who it is because um, we only have. Well, we have two friends that would possibly do that. <laughs> but this one's younger than us. I'll younger than us. Yeah, he's okay, a, then I, def- I think I definitely know who it is. He's younger than us. Yeah. He's actually probably older than me, but younger than you. He was in a grade behind us. I'll put it that uh, way. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> we're not going to give it away. I'm sorry. All right. My number one, while we're going to finish that, Ben, we're only like an hour and five minutes. Well, hey. my number one goes back to the 90s grunge era. Once again, it's a Nirvana song, Ben. And, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole Nirvana Pearl Jam debate. Blah, blah, <laughs> blah. Uh, but I'm talking about Smells Like Teen Spirit. Let's do a clip of that. And this is where we have to. This is, you know, this. I'm going to take it in the PG, whatever, again. Okay. As well. So, have you just heard the lyric there? Um, here's here's the correct lyric. Uh, it says, "With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now, entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. Here we are now, entertain us." And here's where the fog comes in for Blake. He says, "A mulatto, M U L A T T O, an albino, mm-hmm. a mosquito, my, my libido. libido." Yeah. Yeah. I thought he said. A mulatto, hell if I know, I'm a skater, a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> well, it goes back to my testament of being a fat kid because all I thought about was eating. It makes thought, about as much sense. <laughs> yeah. A mulatto, hell if I know. That was thunder. It sure wow. was. But yeah, <laughs> I thought he was saying, I'm a skater. A burrito. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's hey. my number one. It does some honorable mentions out there. Josh Gilliard said the one that he can recall mostly when Bush came out with Machine Head. Yeah. He thought they were saying, I've got a mushy head. <laughs> got a mushy head. Yeah. It's better than the rest. And, you know, and I, w- I was trying to think of some good Pearl Jam ones, but I don't really think Eddie Vedder knows what he's saying half the time. I, every time I think about that, I just think of uh, Adam Sandler doing Opera Man on Saturday Night Live. He's like, yeah. Eddie Vedder's a yeah. good-looking man. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Vedder, you have, to, you have to realize he sings in reverse. I always thought he said fleas and Liza's head on a chicken made of concrete. I don't know where I got that from. But anyways, that has been our number... Blah. Blah, 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 blah. Our top five list of the week. Next week, um, since we already talked about Saturday Night Live, we're going to jump into Saturday Night Live business next week, and we're going to discuss our top five Saturday Night Live skits of all times. Yeah. Not actors, skits and the actors that they entail. Uh, we'll have to post the sound. We'll post some sound clips. We'll have to post the videos to those <laughs> online. 
I know one that's probably going to be on both of ours. Which one is that being? That would be the uh, Will Ferrell is the Devil. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Don't go and spoil my number one. It's a hell spot. That's so great. I don't know, dude. Will I watched Ferrell's, it the other day. I wanted to watch oh, it I so did. Bad. I watched it like five times since then. I'm willing to bet that my, my mainly most of mine will probably be Will Ferrell's kids. Hopefully not. But Dissing your dog. Is that gonna my be? name's Cunnilingus. They call me by my given name. Ain't a lingus. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um, dang, man, we're at one hundred eight. Oh, we forgot to do this, so we're going to play a round of name that movie. Name that movie. So what? Um, if you weren't here last uh, week, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, uh, I pick a random movie, and Ben and I have to rename the movie based on the plot. And right now. That's what we're going to do. I top in top loveys. Loveys? I don't even know what the crap that's pulling up. Movies, Blake, with an M. Movies of the 90s. We'll do that. Okay. All right. Well, it's generating my list. We're going to go with... <laughs> No, I'm not going with that one. It's too much room in that one for us to get in trouble. <laughs> too much room. Let me shuffle it again. We're going to go with... Stop, it's freezing. Don't freeze. We got dead time. We're not supposed to have dead time. Say something, Ben. Say something. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stall because the hey, thing is not hey, working. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic Rename Titanic Rename Titanic Ben The pressure is on mm. The pressure is on well, it's such a good title for that movie um. Are you trying the, the, the new name for Titanic is Are you really trying to tell me There's not enough room on that plank for two people You <laughs> Butthead. <laughs> you butthead. I was going to say something about that. There's more room for one on that door, Rose. Golly. Great you, minds think alike, Blake. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to do. All right, so since you stole mine. Yeah, come um, on, Blake. Titanic. Let's think about this. Um, I got another one now. But, I can, yeah. Okay, so for my poster... Um, there's a picture of God leaning down as the Titanic sinks, and he goes, "Come again, bro." <laughs> because of the because they God said, himself God couldn't himself. sink this ship. What was that you said? <laughs> I th- they should just have a. They, they should have just called the movie "Paint Me Like One of Your French Girls." <laughs> oh my God, that's so terrible. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. Our um, our dumb old lady doesn't realize how much depends actually cost before she throws. <laughs> Heart of the sea into the ocean. <laughs> just they should be, have thrown. The, they should have thrown the old heifer over. Like you go get the dog on. Just, just put Bill Paxton's character. Game over, man. Game over. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like Rick Moranis when you said that from the Ghostbusters. Who does you guys taxes? Who does your taxes? Alrighty, that's been our name. That movie. Wow. Thank you, Random Generator, for giving us a stupid movie rename. <laughs> All right, let's play Would You Rather. Let's okay. play this one out there. I'm, I'm I'm almost scared of this one. No, no, no. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. So, uh, I got an idea. We're gonna talk about film. If you could take 
one movie that's currently out mm-hmm. and have it remade by another director to make it better, hmm. what movie would it be and why? It's currently in the theater? No, it doesn't have to be in the theater. Okay. Any movie that you can think of. If you could take one movie and have it remade by another director, who would it be and why? Hmm... I think mm. that oh wow that's a difficult question um, do I have to name the director who would be doing it yeah okay what, what director would you like to redo the movie I guess if that makes sense um, I think you know I'm gonna let you go let me think about this really dude yeah I gotta think about this are you serious I, so um, some of my favorite uh, books from you know I'm I'm a big fan of books that are made into movies. Uh-huh. Like I really liked the original Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. because they stayed canon on those movies. Yeah, like verbatim with the book uh-huh. for the most part. There was a lot of stuff they left out just because they didn't have time to put it all in a movie. Uh, so then again, um, we'll go to another favorite. Uh, set of books of mine from a child and they made a couple movies out of and that was The Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis mm-hmm. um, but when they made the movies they skipped around yeah like they started with the second book in the series which is The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and then they made um, Prince Caspian and then they made The Voyage of the Dawn Treader mm-hmm. they skipped um, I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember if they actually skipped or not but anyways to make the movies and they didn't do a really 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 good um a really good job at all like especially the line the witch in the wardrobe uh, i was directed by andrew adamson produced by mark johnson if i had to redo that one or if i could i would take that one i would take prince caspian i would take voyage of the dawn treader and erase them and start over at the first book which is entitled the magician's nephew and let peter jackson direct them same way he did lord of the rings because yeah. i think peter jackson could come in and take the chronicles of narnia and build that whole mystic fantasy um aura that he gave the lord of the rings like you really felt like middle earth was a separate place yeah. peter jackson did a very 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 good job with those movies i'd like to see that same treatment with the line the witch and the wardrobe okay. movies because there was like seven books i think oh yeah and there's, there's plenty of space and those books i mean they're pretty long books but i think he could make some blockbusters there with mm. that series i think i like peter jackson's work yeah so that would be mine now that you've had time to think about it benjamin who would be yours and what movie would it be i would like to see um there was a movie that came out several years ago based on a comic book called the spirit and the spirit is a very important character in the history of comics that movie sucked it was bad and frank miller who is the director of that movie is a famous comic book writer and artist but over the years he has kind of lost his mind yeah um now here's the thing this the the movie isn't necessarily one 100 not like the comics because the comics could be goofy but i think they leaned a little too heavy on the goofy aspect of yeah. it and it just didn't work for that movie so i would pull um frank miller off of the director's chair of that movie and hmm. hand it over to someone else i was thinking tarantino but i don't think tarantino 
I think Tarantino could could have very easily made the same movie that, yeah, that Frank I Miller agree. did. So I I'm gonna say um, um, although this is a little out of his normal uh, um, oeuvre or whatever the I, I tried to use a word that made me sound smarter, people, but I don't know if it works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Guillermo del Toro uh, making the spirit. He he usually likes good. to work with monsters, and there's really not any monsters in that yeah. movie. Uh, but I would like to see because the visual style of the movie is is still very good and striking. It's a lot like the Sin City movie, which is based on Frank Miller, the yeah. Frank Miller comic. Um, but the spirit movie just does not work um, yeah. because they they just needed to step away from some of the goofier aspects from this book that was printed in the 50s and or maybe even 40s I'd have to look at the run history of the spirit but um, yeah because I thought movie could have been good and I was very excited for it and I went and saw it in the theater and I was just not happy with what I saw it. it wasn't good it had a good cast it had tons of beautiful women in that movie which makes sense if you've ever read that comic but um and I think the guy who played the spirit wasn't bad as the spirit. Um, the same guy who played, if I remember correctly, the same guy who played the Lone Ranger in the Lone Ranger movie. And I, I thought he was good in that. And that's another movie that maybe should have been handled by somebody else. Um, but that's, I think that's what I'm going to go with. The spirit hmm. by Guillermo del Toro. I think I'd like Guillermo del Toro. I do too. Yeah, I think he makes good movies. He does. He makes movies yeah, I like he, a lot. I enjoy playing that game. That was fun. It's I crazy. really that one's that was a hard <laughs> one for me. Gotcha. And I come straight off the top of the dome with that one, buddy. <laughs> Boo yow. Um, Ben, before we jump out of here, uh, what do you, what do we got when what's happening? There is not a lot going on. Uh, but I said we were gonna cycle back around to Rihanna uh in that situation. Uh Chris Brown is gonna be in Atlanta in Jacksonville on August thirtieth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't sit too close to the stage. Oh, don't get within fist distance. The hits just keep on coming from Chris Brown. Is that what you said? What? Sorry. Said he's going to be dropping some hits. <laughs> yeah. So don't sit in the first row. He believes in equal lefts and rights. <laughs> equal rights for everybody. Lefts and rights. I punch everybody. Um, but, you know, Chris Brown has his fans. Um, um and he's playing in Jacksonville. So if you're interested you're gonna, in that, are you gonna go watch him, Ben? Uh, no, I'm not gonna go see Chris Brown. Mm, not my you? cup of tea. Hot it's, take. I don't like tea anyways. <laughs> I love tea, but like sweet tea. Well, I can't drink sweet tea anymore. So because uh, that's of, kind of off cause the table. Because of the Beatus. All righty. Well, <laughs> this has been an adventure. Uh, hour nineteen, Ben. <laughs> hey. I think we did a good job. I'm actually shocked. <laughs> yeah. And we actually had to stretch it because we were like only an hour. I was like, wow, Paul Fulton's going to be happy with us when he hears that we didn't go so long. But anyways, this has been another exciting adventure of Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure Podcast. Uh, we are glad that you chose to join us. We're so glad that you chose to be a part of this family. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's a, I don't Charlie's know. glad you joined his family. Charlie loves it when people join his family. <laughs> we, like, we like you a lot. We like you. We like you a lot. Anyways, but yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in and listening to us every week. Guys, we want to hear from you. Um, yeah, we do. We want to hear do. what you like, what you don't like, maybe some suggestions, some suggestions about what we should discuss and talk about. We're always open to ideas. Yeah. 
Um, you can hit us up on several several outlets. You can check us out on the Twitter at Ben and Bla- or at Excellent Dudes. I'm sorry, Twitter at Excellent Dudes. You can check us out on Instagram at Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure. You can email us at Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook at Ben and Blake's Excellent Adventure. Or you can check out our personal pages, Blake Pittman or Ben Murray. If you know us, if you don't know us, check us out. Yeah. We'll, we pretty well accept any friend requests, especially if you're an Indian dude wanting to talk to us about how much money we inherited from a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Only if you got real dollars. <laughs> Anyways, well, off topic we go again. <laughs> also, remember that you can now get us streaming on some of the most popular podcast sites. That's Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, mm. and Spotify, as well as you can listen from our Facebook page, which is tied to our newspaper pages. Sure um, is. Under AR Public Public Publications. Good <laughs> gosh. I feel like the whitehead skunk dude off a of great outdoors that got struck in the head by lightning. Did I tell you my joke about the guy that stuttered and died in prison? Yeah, you did. He didn't get to finish his sentence. He didn't get to finish his sentence. <laughs> but yeah, so check us out on all of those. You can go to one of those um, links and hopefully by this time next week we'll have the um, Apple approval back. We'll be listed on iTunes as well. But here's the cool thing about those, Ben. Um, we had a lot of people say that, you know, when they stream this on the Facebook page that they have to keep the browser open or it resets and they lose their place. Oh, you don't wow. have to do that anymore. You can turn it on Spotify. You can minimize that going about your life and it's still going to play. <laughs> you can actually follow us and subscribe to us so every week when we put a new one up, guess what? It notifies you. Go by there. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a review or rating. Yeah. Preferably a five-star one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a shout-out for every five-star rating. What? That's not coercion. And um, <laughs> share us with your friends. Maybe they'll like to hear us ramble about and random nerddom and stuff. So, yeah, go check us out. Maybe this time next week, buddy, we'll have um, the approval from Apple, and we'll be on iTunes as well. So, um, yeah, join us next week. We're going to be discussing more entertainment news. I'm sure we'll have a lot more stuff to talk about, as well as our top five Saturday Night Live skits of all time. It should be a fun, fun, fun adventure. But, man, I think it's time to... It should be a hoot and holler. So, y'all come back next week. You come back, eh? You know, it's going to be a great (laughs) one, you know. Um, yeah, so come back, check us out next week, same time, same place, same channel. Ben, I think it's time that we put this phone booth in the wind, buddy, and get out of here. Let's do it. Uh, so before we get out of here, I must remind you guys like I do every week because everybody <laughs> are being douches like we talked about earlier. Be excellent to each other. And guys, party on, dudes. <laughs> I never know how you're going to say <laughs> these things. All right, guys, y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week. See ya.